What's up, y'all? BC here, bringing you another video. Uh, today, I have a guest you've probably seen on my webinars, Mr. Alden Lawrence from North Carolina. How are you, sir? I'm doing very well, doing very well. Catching some momentum at the beginning of the year and uh, just looking to really uh, make 2023 a powerful year, you know, in all the different things that I'm doing, you know, all around in my life. Cool, man. So as the title says, five listings in the first 10 days of 2023. Um, you've done in the first 10 days more than most agents will do in the year. What's the secret sauce? Uh, I hate to bring it to you, but the secret sauce, the magic pill is just consistency. Um, I just, I really, uh, I just a quick little background. Um, I was on a real estate team for a while and I'd left the real estate team maybe like the middle of last year. And I'd taken maybe a couple of months break from the business because I knew I was really going to have to, you know, work hard and really build from the ground up. Mm -hmm. So about the very end of October, like the last week, I started really just prospecting really, really hard, picked up a listing in the first 30 to 45 days from an expired, mm -hmm. um, had a lot of built up, a, you know, a solid amount of nurture opportunities. And then the, uh, the first of the year when people started, you know, really making a move, um, just a lot of little dominoes that fell in place from the, past two months that I've really just been hitting the phone hard. So it's like they say, it's, you know, the business is in 90 day cycles basically, and you're at the end of that cycle. And now you're really starting to, to see some of the results that you've been putting in from the previous two or three months of consistent hard work, right? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, man. So, uh, for people that don't know, how have you built your business and what do you like, what does a typical day consist of in regards to your lead generation and ability to produce these types of results? Yeah, so a lot of it's been really just uh, wake up and prospect, 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 prospect. Um, you know, I have been role playing a lot harder than I've had in the past, which has really been beneficial. So when I am going on these appointments, I'm a lot sharper. You know, it's something that a lot of people really neglect because you don't see instant gratification from it. But, uh, you know, you preach it all the time and it's just so true that um, – that the sharper you are, you know, with your communication and the dialogue, the more impactful the things that you say, you know, you're going to close a higher percentage of appointments. And, you know, I've been constantly, you know, the more that I'm going on, the more appointments that I'm closing. So um, it's really just been prospecting a lot of the hours. And if I don't have anything to prospect on, then, or if I'm uh, not prospect, if I, uh, you know, when I get maybe after I do like four or five, six hours of prospecting, you know, maybe I'll do some admin work or whatever it may be. But a lot of my time is spent prospecting. So what are some stuff, you know, if we can dive into it, right? The results are great. It's obvious what you do. I mean, there's no magic bullet around that in regards to like if we're going to focus in on those conversations that you're having. I know we've had a lot of conversations and we see a lot uh, in your market, my market and everywhere where people are like, man, you know, those same people that you're setting appointments with and listing other people can't even get past. Hello. What, what are some practical things, you know, if we can give two or three tips to people to really focus on to better their conversations and, and get to this destination of setting an appointment. Um, what are some things you can go over with them real quick in order to facilitate that transition from, you know, being okay on the phone or not good to now being able to actually get an appointment and take some listings. Yeah. Great, great question. And a lot of it is really just a lot of the, you know, a lot of people like the, the words that you say and the words that you say are very important because you need to be able to ask the right questions to get the right responses from people. So that's absolutely important, but pretty much any standard foundational script 
is going to have all of the questions that you need to get the responses. Then once you've memorized it, it just comes down to a lot of the, the subconscious rapport type of things, meaning um, are you able to, you know, are you matching their rate of speech? Are you matching their volume when they answer the phone? Are you using, you know, similar words to them when they answer the phone? Are you meeting where, them where they're at, where they're at emotionally? If they're angry, are you, you know, coming in with a slight more frustrated or angry tone? Um, or if they're, you know, loud and bubbly, are you loud and bubbly with them? If they're talking slower, are you talking slower? So that's one way that really um, they will continuously, you know, talk with you and they're not even sure why. And that's one of the reasons that, you know, at the end of the call, you might get, hey, you know, I've gotten 10 calls from realtors, but for some odd reason, you know, I'm, you know, I stuck on the phone with you and I'm just not sure why. Well, it's these subconscious little techniques that you're doing, the mirror and matching that we hear all the time. Um, that that builds that rapport and they just can't figure out why, but it gets you that extra time on the phone to be able to relate to them and be able to ask more questions to you know help them get what they're looking for. Yeah. So that would be real the, quick, the, real quick. Subconscious rapport isn't that hocus pocus? Some people say it is, you know, and, and it can be. Um, but when you really learn how to use it, you know, mm. it's uh, it's the real deal. I love it, man. Aside from that, um, I wanted to add, because uh, you know we can continue on this topic a little bit. I think it's relevant for everybody and it always will be. Mm -hmm. Would you say as you've developed, you've you've been able to take control and lead the call a lot more and not rely on the other person? Because I feel like a lot of agents and salespeople rely on the other person to move themselves forward or down the line or whatever you want to call it. And they're not taking things into their own hands. Would you say that's another uh, definitive point? A hundred percent. And it's funny because when you mention that, like a lot of thoughts run through my mind and um, I, as, so I, another quick little back point is I was an ISA, meaning I would set appointments for the real estate agents that were on the team that I was on. So basically I would just cold call for an entire two years setting appointments for my agents. And I can think back and I hit a lot of plateaus. And one of them was, it's such a simple point that people miss, but it's the tie downs and you know, mm -hmm. when people ask you a question, a lot of times their question may not even be relevant to the result that they're looking to get, but you'll still answer that question because you think you have to rather than redirecting it or reframing it with a better question back to them mm -hmm. or answering the question with a tie down and then taking the conversation in a direction that's more suitable, not only for the, you know, for yourself and to keep control of the conversation, but mm -hmm. because you're really just trying to help the other person get what they want. And a lot mm -hmm. of times people um, get in their own way. So we as salespeople, um, you know, one of our main purposes is to help a lot of these people just get out of their own way. Yeah. And I love that you brought that up. And I was even thinking that right before you said it, they get in their own way. And I, I think that that's, as you get more skilled and you learn these things at a deeper level, you understand that you can do that. Right. And, and the school of thought before I learned that stuff and before I really got experience was, well, no, I can't, I can't say, or I can't suggest, or I can't lead a conversation down, down that way. They didn't say that they wanted it, or they said they would call me back tomorrow. Right. And we tend to just believe things at face value instead of understanding that they want to go from A to Z, right. You know, they want to go A to Z, but they're thinking they need to go from Z to A and you just go along with it because that's what they said. Yet, you know, the proper procedure to get them to that destination is to follow the proper procedure. But for some reason, we lack the confidence and the competence to take them there, right? So maybe aside, as I throw this question at you again, Alden, aside from you know experience, meaning time on the, the, the phone, more calls, more reps, what else 
would you suggest to people in order for them to refine some of these points and some of these other points they're missing in their game to really, you know, take it to the next level? Yeah. So it's a great point or it's a great question. What I would say is like, if I were to, you know, somebody who's just picking up the phone and, you know, dialing, the two biggest things I would say are because at the end of the day, the biggest difference to me between somebody who's really skilled on the phone and somebody who's not is mostly just a calibration thing, asking the right question at the right time, um, you know, yeah. stepping back if you need to step back, push if you need to push. And that a lot of that does come from experience. So from a beginner standpoint, you know, if I were to give advice to a beginner, I would literally say take the script and read it word for word and ask for a close every single time because what you'll realize is that, you know, I mean, shit, a lot of times you could probably close somebody just from asking them for closes in the beginning. And you might out of because, you know, they kept continuing the conversation, you might have missed an opportunity for appointment just because you didn't ask for it. So you really learn to calibrate and you learn to understand the way people think. And I think that's the biggest point that people miss is they don't really understand the consumer and how they think. So really, I would say, you know, ask the questions in an order and you'll start figuring out exactly, okay, well, when, you know, when I ask this question, I usually get this response. Now I need to, you know, handle that response. And when you start asking for appointments, that was a big flaw that I had in the beginning. I wouldn't ask for it every call. Then I started closing a little more, you could say hard closing. And again, I really learned how to calibrate that. Okay, well, I can start hard closing more um, at this time and at this time in the conversation. So really just, again, I guess reiterating the same point, following the script, but ask for the appointment every single time. Yeah. And for people who are maybe newer to some of these uh, terms like calibrate, think of like a dial right? And you're turning it left or right. You're either turning down the intensity, increasing the intensity, becoming more subtle or less subtle, right? And that's really what calibration is. It's knowing when to step forward, step back, push a little bit more, let off, you know? And that's one of those things that you do develop over time. But I think another piece of it is a lot of people lack having proper close references around them of somebody who's uh, you know prolific at those things or proficient in them, right? They don't have somebody looking over the shoulder. They don't have good peers around them who are also working on it and exhibiting those qualities. And I think that holds them back because there's there's a lack of proximity as as well. Would you agree? Oh, a thousand percent. And you know, I maybe you remember this example. I'll bring it up, but um, even you know when we were we're selling um, you know the product, you know me and the other guy that's selling it, Kevin we were, you know, we would have our calls and we would go through it and we would be closing, you know, close, close, close. But what we were missing was we didn't realize the amount of qualification that needed to be done, or we were under qualifying people. Um, and we didn't even know, you know, until we had that conversation with, with yourself and realized like, Oh shit, we need, and then we need to qualify more. And then when we, when I figured it out, you know, my calls got, probably 10 times more effective because now again, I'm not closing people who don't want to be closed. I'm not trying to waste time with bad prospects. I mean, I got so many benefits from just one little subtle adjustment that if I didn't have a reference point or an understanding or somebody who knew what it is that I was supposed to be doing or the correct um, thing, I'd still be trying to close people and wasting all my time on bad prospects, you know, um, you know, people that maybe didn't even really resonate with me, but now I'm having prospects that, yeah, align more with the way I move and the way I do things. So um, just having the reference experience, you know, again, I could give a, a thousand examples of the benefits to being yeah. close to somebody who does know what they're doing. But 
Um, but yeah, man, just, uh, invaluable, invaluable. I love that, bro. And another thing I want to add, and and this is a, a quality that I've noticed in Alden is about this stuff, like the skills, you know, and, and the subject matter in this specific video and, and podcast that we're doing. This is like he obsesses about this stuff and he loves it and he geeks out about it and like he's dedicated to it. And that's like one of the biggest missing pieces for people is they haven't crossed that line to where it's like, okay, this is it. And I'm going to focus on this and double down and then do whatever it takes to get good at it. Everybody dibble dabbles and they straddle the fence, right? Versus he's like, fuck it. I'm going to go all in, right? I'm going to really double down on this subject matter and master it. And that's why he he has that attention to detail and the ability to see things through and take it to that level where he wants to really reach that level of mastery, right? And, and I'm noticing that just because, you know, Alden's been around for a long time uh, working for my brand and also in my coaching and stuff. But he's he's flipped that switch, which everybody has to do for themselves because that's when you step it up and take it to that level of, okay, I'm going to do this and I'm going to take it to the top. And that's what's required for salespeople, entrepreneurs, or whatever it is, because whatever you sell, whatever you do, whatever your product and brand is, if you don't take it to that level and you don't have people working for you that take it to that level, you're just going to blend in with everybody else and get lost in the mix and in the noise, right? This is what allows you to separate yourself because if you're not willing to take in this game, like we have conversations and that's how we convert, right? Through the marketing, we get leads, right? And we have to have conversations in most cases. Then we have to have conversations to qualify them and then conversations to set the appointment. It's all at the conversational level, no matter how it starts. And if you don't focus on mastering that and you're not really focused on mastering that, how much money are you losing, right? Now, um, I want to pass that to you, Alden, because I'm sure you would agree that you do really take this stuff like super serious and how important has that been to, you know, sustain yourself every single day, keep doing it, you know, breakthrough challenges and obstacles and all that other stuff. And how has that really allowed you to kind of blossom those skills and that ability? Yeah, definitely. So one of the things that to me, and this is something I kind of picked up on early on, I've always been sort of fascinated with people, with people and why they do things and how they think. But I always knew, and my dad always told me, you know, it's not what you know, it's who you know. So I figured that if I really could learn people skills and become better, a better communicator, a more effective communicator. And I could make people really want to be around me, clients, friends, business owners, whoever it is, then I knew I could get to, you know, the places that I want to be in life. So not only just sales, but sales, communicating with people and really just making people feel good being around you. Um, it's something that I just, I spent, you know, the last four or five, six years, really focusing in on and it's it's really a journey and you do go through a lot of ups and downs because it can be a me mentally emotionally exhausting and draining however what really keeps me on the path is that not only seeing the progress which is really cool it's the focused on the growth rather than the result or the process of improvement okay cool i'm going to add this new line in today and i'm going to use it and then you see it get results and, you know, you get that little, you know, dopamine spike or whatever, you know, it feels good. So not really worrying about exactly what the people, you know, not the, you know, the, the FUs on the phone and shit like that. But the, um, okay, cool. I used this line a couple of times and it really worked. Now I have another tool belt in my arsenal. And it's really just focused on achieving mastery rather than the result. Because, you know, I took the hard route and a lot of different things that I've done, the cold calling. Um, you know, doing a lot of cold approach with women um, and a lot of different things that a lot of people kind of neglect or maybe don't really worry about doing. 
oh, you know, well, I can just pay for leads and et cetera, et cetera. But you don't learn the the fundamental and the foundational skills that you need to really excel in something. A point that I always, you know, tell people is like, I remember when I was training jujitsu, um, they always tell you in jujitsu, the black belt really is just way better at the fundamentals than, you know, the white belt or, you know, or any other belt. And I would go to the gym and, you know, I would get people like, you know, these black belts doing these incredibly basic moves on me, but just destroying me with them. Um, and it really opened my eyes to that, I, you know, I need to master the fundamentals. And so I've, I've made sure that whatever route I've taken, you know, whether it be, you know, um, dating, sales, um, anything that I've done that I've really focused on the fundamentals and, and the basics, because um, mm. once you have that, that's where you're able to branch out and, you know, create your own. But you have to master the fundamentals. You have to master the fundamentals. Yeah, man. I love that. Um, and it's funny because now, you know, if people go based on social media, which is obviously what's popular, you know, they're told, oh, you know, they, they, they try to shun this stuff. Oh, well, cold calling and all that's outdated, but they're attacking the activity, but neglecting and hiding the growth and the positivity and the opportunity behind it. Right. Cause the, the task itself, cold approach of people, strangers, women, whatever you want to call it, cold calling, door knocking, the act itself, of course, is not comfortable, but that's where the growth is because through that, you learn. If you can conquer that, it's the same thing as, as public speaking. If you can conquer that, then meeting with the seller at their home is easy, dude. And there's so much you learn in that process because then you build some of those attributes that you said where people want you around, you're magnetic, right? You have this, this aura of confidence to you, right? And you can break out of that well i'm an introvert extrovert and all that nonsense that they water people down with because you can literally become superior to that model because now you have full control right and autonomy on the social scale social ladder whatever you want to call it because you can play whatever you ro role you want like me i could play the introvert or the extrovert i can do either one i'm versatile i'm dynamic i'm like the chameleon that can do whatever i can be a wallflower or i can be the life of the party i have a choice i'm not confined to a role now compare that to the average person who can only play one role. I don't care which way you slice it or dice it. Anyone from the outside is going to choose the ability to do either, even if you have a preference, because having the ability to do both and the capacity makes you superior, right? So that's kind of the way that I looked at it, bro. And 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 again, you're right. You If you skip that part or you neglect it, you'll never develop that. Now, I think the, the missing piece, and then I can throw this question to you, is people, um, they let the hype and then their own fear and hesitancy stop them from actually seeing it. Would you agree? Or do you think there's something else in that equation? You know, I think a lot of it is, it's just difficult, especially the journey of self-improvement and self-help. You know, you have to really look deep inside of you, within you. And, and real quick, real quick, this is real self-help going out and approaching a cold calling and door knocking because that forces you through action and experience to confront your inner demons. It's not just reading a book and, and fluff and watching videos. That's the real work. And I wanted to add that to what he just said because people look at self-improvement and all that as some bullshit or some scam. I've heard people literally say it's a scam. Not yeah. if you do it right. Not if you do it right. If you just watch motivational videos on repeat on YouTube or podcasts, of course, then it's just you're mentally masturbating. But if you're actually confronting your own insecurities and conquering yourself and becoming better every single day, physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, well, shit, that's what we're put on this planet for. 
You get what I'm saying? So go ahead and continue, bro. I just wanted to make that point because people like literally whatever their favorite influencer says nowadays, whoever the fuck it is, they just parrot whatever they say. Oh, self-help is stupid. And oh, it's a scam. Yeah. And and there's that's a great point. And there's so many, I mean, God, invaluable lessons that I've learned from doing that hard stuff that you know I see in people. And one of the biggest things, and you need the combination, right? You need the mentorship and you need the, the person that has been through and, and done what you're looking to accomplish that can also, but you also need the action. And that's one of the things that really, you know, drew me to your you when I found you on YouTube, I'm like, shit, man, this guy has exactly what I'm looking to. And I also appreciate the fact that you were like studying all the subjects that I was like fascinated by and was like, I need this. Yeah. So, but what's interesting about that is like, it is difficult. And most people aren't willing to go through that difficult phase to push through the uncomfort because once you do it enough times, it becomes easier. And it's, but it's so hard to get through the initial phase. You almost have to put yourself into whatever you have to do to, you know, force yourself to make it happen. I actually, when I was, you know, I didn't feel comfortable cold calling. Like, you know, if you would have talked to me, if you would have asked me, you know, five years ago, Hey, Alden, will you ever be in sales or a cold caller? I would have said, absolutely not. <laughs> but I forced, I said, you know what, I, you know, I heard you preaching, you know, cold calling and found um, and door knocking. And I was like, you know what, let me find this role that, is, you know, if I want to get paid, you know, I would get a base salary to set appointments that I have no other choice but to cold call. And yeah. so I did that. And it took probably about six months for that um, resistance of the emotion of hating cold calling or hesitating to go away. But when it did, you know, again, the, the, the value is just priceless, um, you know, approaching the girls, you beat yourself up in the beginning, but then you realize, wait, if I learn to not judge myself, this is the process of improvement. Well, okay, now, now I learned that. Well, now when I'm going on listing appointments and I, you know, maybe I, you know, misspeak or do something that maybe didn't make a lot of sense or I embarrass myself, I'm not going to beat myself up for it. I'm going to learn from it and I'm going to come back the next time even better. So, you know, not judging yourself, um, you know, actually learn to really embrace the discomfort because I get fulfillment because I know what's on the other side. So I enjoy the opportunities to go out and feel uncomfortable because I know again, what's on the other side and, and the benefit that I'm going to get from it. Yeah. And then you're clear about what you want too, which is a completely separate subject that would be a, a different call as well. But yeah, man, I think this is a good point to stop. We can probably do an episode two pretty soon. Um, if somebody wants to reach out to you, bro, I know you're a part of our real network over there in North Carolina. Uh, someone listens to this and they want to hit you up. Uh, what's the best way to contact you? Um, you can reach me on Facebook, Alden Lawrence. Just shoot me a DM, or I'm on Instagram, Alden the Realtor. Um, and you can find me. You know, my YouTube's a work in progress, but Alden the Realtor on anywhere. You know, Facebook, um, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, etc. Cool. Yeah. So uh, those of you on YouTube and the podcast, I'll put his uh, handle below. All right. Thanks for coming on, bro. Appreciate it.